Hello, hello, powerhouse leaders. How are we doing in this brand new week? I am super stoked to be back with you. I appreciate your patience. I've been traveling, speaking. Oh my heavens, I am full, 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 full. And I'm excited about our guests today. Ooh, we have someone extra special for you as all of our guests. They, they bring it and you know how we do. We're going to open up with our mindful awareness practice because I know many of you busy bees have not taken time to breathe this morning. And so just in case you haven't, let's go into some breath work. I want you to inhale for four, hold for seven and release on eight. Inhale. Inhale. One last time. Inhale. Listen to these words. She began to measure herself in contentment and laughter rather than in pounds and inches. What if a surrender is actually an embrace? On today, as we delve deeply into this conversation about body image satisfaction, what weight do you choose to surrender and what gift will you choose to embrace? Our affirmation is, this day is a gift from the divine and I rejoice in it. When the mirror frowns back at me, I will smile back at it. When the mirror frowns at me, I will smile back at it. You have a choice today, ladies, to smile or frown. No matter what life is throwing at you, decide to be the best version of yourself. Today, I have the honor of sitting with Erica Mather, like, lather. <laughs> she is going to wash our minds real good. We are going to leave here today empowered, enlightened, and we are ready to hear what she has to teach us. She's written a book called Your Body, Your Best Friend. And as we know, a lot of us have been in quarantine close to two years now in semi-quarantine. And we've probably put on a couple of extra pounds, raised his hands, okay, but for us women, today we're going to learn how to see ourselves in a brand new light. Her book addresses different body image issues. She's going to share with us from her own personal challenges. And we just love that when we can share from a place that I've been there where you are, it, it makes us more relatable. Can we say yes to that? And so today, I just want you to imagine what you could accomplish if you spent less time worrying about your body and your appearance. Somebody's waiting to hear your voice. I speak with clients every single day, five days a week, and many of them will not even show up on video because they're concerned about their appearance. And we just want you to walk in a new level of liberty after Erica teaches us how to move through our own internal beliefs 
And we're going to talk about the power of healthy body image, you know, how it affects you physically and your, your fitness, your strength. We're going to talk about the benefits of sustainable lessons for maintaining a healthy body image, because we don't just want you to start and stop. We want you to start and keep going. Without further ado, welcome to Queen Fidence Lifestyle Podcast. Erica, how's it going today? It's going so great, Chrissy. Wow, what an uplifting introduction. Girl, I think you have this topic. I think <laughs> you're going to, I think you got this mastered. I think I want to hear what you have to say about it. <laughs> oh, it's going to be rich. I can't wait to hear some of the jewels you're going to drop for us. I always say we got jewels for, for the journey and we, we're interested in hearing. Just first, just let us know a little bit about Erica. Who is Erica as she speaks to this audience today? Oh, who is Erica? I love that question. Which Erica do you want to talk to today? (laughs) The Erica of the past, the Erica of the present, the Erica of the future. I've been thinking a lot about my future. Mm. And so I've been thinking about the person I want to become. Mm. And I think that that has a lot to do with body image. It has to do with how you feel about yourself, how you want to show up in the world. And so the Erica I am becoming is the next rendition of myself Mm. that is going to do even more good things for the world. Mm. Uh, I've written a book. Uh, The book we're here to talk about today is part of my legacy. I'm a yoga therapist. I help people feel better in and about their bodies. So Mm. I help people specifically who are injured, ill, aging to deal with the real on the ground problems of having a body Mm. (laughs) and having a, and having a body that doesn't function quite Mm. the way you'd like it to. And I think that most people feel like their body doesn't Mm. work the way they'd like it to. um, Even if they're not injured or ill, I think that that's a very common experience is this feeling of kind of like, why doesn't it look, why doesn't it behave the way I want it to? (laughs) And so, so I I have a therapeutic uh, yoga practice in New York city And I'm also, I guess what I would call an embodiment coach, Mm. helping people handle their body image issues. Like just this morning, I had a a, a yoga therapy client who's a man in his early sixties, who was like, was looking at a picture of his father and thinking about the man he's going to be when he's 70 something. And that's a real thing, you know, to to look at your parents and be like, what am I going to be like when I'm 70 when I'm 80. And Mm. so we were, we were talking about that. And it's, 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 it's tender work. It's soulful work. It's spiritual Mm. work because it's ancestral Mm. work in a way, right? Like who were your, who, who were your ancestors and what will your legacy be Mm. and how you relate to your body? So there's a little bit about me. (laughs) Mm. I I love it. Yeah. The next Thank rendition you. of myself and, and mm. what you're talking about, that evolution. I love that because we're ever evolving. Correct. Every day is a new day. And mm. it's like, what are you going to do today? How are you going to make it different today? And of course, we come into today with the with the a very uh, strong track record of the mm. past. You know, mm. there was one of those little aphorisms I I, I love, but is also sort of terri- terrifying. Mm. It's like if you want to see where you're going, just look in the rearview mirror. I was like, mm. oh, ouch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, what are you going to do differently today, or what's working today, or what's mm. not working today? And I think that that's really 
if I if I if I may use that as a pivot to talking about body image yes. and how we feel about ourselves, I'd like to call your your uh, your listeners and your followers to think about what they do with regards to their body image mm. that works mm. and what they do with regards to their body image that doesn't work. And I love the quote that you read at the beginning. I'd love to know who that was by. Who how are you going to measure? How are you going to measure yourself? You're going to measure yourself by what was it? Smiles and smiles and confidence or a contentment, smile? What was and, contentment and laughter. Contentment and laughter. Rather than you know, in pounds and inches. Correct. Contentment and laughter. And I think about this because when we measure ourselves in pounds and inches, it, it actually, it diminishes us. Yeah. It, it erodes at those things that are really important, which is your, 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 contentment and your laughter mm. because at the end of your life and mm. i you know not to be you know dour but mm. at the end of your life most people are not gonna stand up at your funeral girl and say she was so thin i really right. loved her because she was thin right you know <laughs> that's not what's gonna happen <laughs> i mean what's gonna happen is that people are gonna stand up at your funeral and say she touched me in this way. Mm -hmm. She changed my life in mm -hmm. this way. She made me feel mm -hmm. like this. Yes. And, and that's what I want you to think about when you think about uh, your body. And it doesn't mean don't take care of your body. That's not what I'm talking about. But I feel like the results that we get are often have very little to do with mm -hmm. what we, uh, how we actually spend our time. And a lot of us get very bad results out mm. of a lot of time spent or wasted worrying about what our bodies look like. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's like, how can you invest your time and your energy and your money wisely mm -hmm. to get the results that you want? And I know I just came to a screaming halt. Would you like to say something, Christy? <laughs> <laughs> well, even when we talk about the results in, in our lives, what we're weaving together, this tapestry of something absolutely beautiful that never before existed. And I love how you brought that in at the end of our days, because it puts us in, in perspective. Like, what are we really here for? How do we want to spend these moments, which are our seconds, the minutes of our day? And I, I love that because if we keep the end in mind, we won't squander these opportunities. Just yesterday, I was in Walmart and there was a, a little old lady. She heard me listening to an inspirational message. And all of a sudden she says, what is that you're listening to? And then I come to her closely. Now I'm looking at people, Erica, just go in and out, just trying to use her in the beauty section to check out so they don't have to, you know, use the full line. And it was very self-centered, right? And here I am just giving mm. her space to talk. And she asked me to pray for her husband. Mm. She was in tears. She said, thank you for just listening to me. And, mm. and when you said that, that's what that's how I want to personally live my life, being present for individuals, seeing them, hearing them, understanding them. Yeah. Yeah. And that that is what I would call like... Um, your noble gift to the world. Mm. Right. And, and, and I, I tell my, my clients this too, it's like kindness and compassion are just nice ideas mm. until someone embodies them. Mm. And what embodiment means is that you are the physical manifestation of that trait mm. Mm. that like it, it runs through you. You mm. feel it. It's in the fiber of your being. And yes. so what you were doing was you were 
showing up as your your most noble self the person that. who listens the person you were embodying mm. that those attributes and that's a very different way of thinking about the worth of our bodies mm. is that it is a vehicle for me to to become embodied i'm detecting that you might be a, a woman of faith is that mm. is that true yes bold radical faith <laughs> okay yes. okay so 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 i i i am I did not grow up in the church, but I do feel mm-hmm. like, like, um, like Jesus Christ was a manifestation of, of something divine yeah. that we all have access to. And it was, I mean, I, you might be able to tell me better, but I feel like he was compassion. He was yes. mercy. Yes. He was, he was, um, be, he was belief in, he was belief. Right. And yes. so, and so, the, the point of it, I feel like the whole story mm. of, of, of Jesus Christ was that, that it, he was an embodiment of the most noble attributes yes. of humanity. Yes. And those things couldn't have shown up mm. if he didn't have a body. Mm, <laughs> right? Come on. Yes. Say it, Erica. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the value of your body, mm-hmm. queen... The value of your body, queen, is not that it's beautiful or sexy, Mm -hmm. or but that it can be the embodiment of the most divine and noble Mm. attributes of humanity. Mm, I love that. And so, I hope that this, you know, you know, you may be listening to me like, yes, yes, but how? (laughs) But but how? Yes, yes, but how? (laughs) Teach us. Yes, yes, but how? Well, I think, I think that the first thing comes, Christy, is when you really start to feel like um, how certain ways of thinking or being in the world actually degrade your light or mm. dim your light or, mm-hmm. or degrade your energy, as we mm-hmm. yogis might say, like, <laughs> you know, de- darkens your energy a little bit. Mm. Um, <laughs> you, you start to feel that. You start to feel like sort of the obsessiveness about your appearance or your weight and how it actually creates a darkness inside of you Mm -hmm. and that you no longer want that darkness. Mm -hmm. And so now you're in a weird space because, because maybe you you would like to lose weight, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe you are hanging on to those COVID pounds and you're like, but this isn't the best version of me, but I'm obsessing. Mm. And one of the things that I tell my clients is that you got to go for it, whatever you're doing. And, mm. uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like in the, I'm in the anti-diet realm, but I, okay. but I do acknowledge that like, that, that, that losing weight is, is a thing that people want. And if they want mm. it, they should be allowed to have that experience of wanting it and wrangle with what it means to want it. Mm. Anyway, mm. what, what I always tell my people is that whatever the project is, it must be born out of love, not out of hate. Ooh, and if you're, it. If you're going towards this weight loss project mm. because you hate something about yourself, mm. the time to stop is now mm. immediately. Mm. Like pull over to the side of the road. <laughs> like end this project right now. <laughs> yeah, like That's like good. we know we know this that projects founded on hate, mm. they do not work. Mm. They just they don't work. Well, they might work, but they're mm. not sustainable. Sustainable. And they're not sustainable. And because they are born out of hate, mm-hmm. the probability of them yielding beauty at the end is like zero. Mm. So, so 
if, if the weight loss is a thing that you're wanting, if better health is something that you're wanting, then it's like, look at the ways that you've done it in the past Mm -hmm. and, and determine if they are built on love or if they're built on hate. And if you discover that they're built on hate, then, then start over, then let's, let's start over. Let's build this project out of love and see what happens instead. Your, your body is a very intelligent animal, Mm. very intelligent animal. And most animals do not react well to violence Mm. and hatred. Mm. Have you noticed if you kick a dog, it bites you, (laughs) you know? And so think about your body. And this isn't to like, this isn't to degrade, you know, what it is to be human. I'm not trying to dehumanize anybody, but by saying this, but I'm just saying like your, your body is an animal. So, so start treating it with some love and discover what happens when you treat it with love. And it might be that the love is exercise is replaced with pleasurable movement that, um, that restricting is that restricting food is replaced with um, exploring what kinds of food you really love and what makes your body feel good. Mm-hmm. What really makes your body feel good? Does that sugar really make your body feel good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, like, let's just really assess, like, what is it doing to you? So that's, um, that's how I want to anchor it on, on body, you know, like the, the, how the, how is, mm-hmm. is the project. It must be built on love. Okay. And that's the place to start because you can't be like, I want to be the best version myself while simultaneously <laughs> being violent with yourself. That's good. That's good. We start Thank with you. love. You got to start with love. And, and, and then find out where that takes you. And I'm speaking from experience uh, also because, you know, there was a time in my life where I had gained some weight and I was upset about it and Mm -hmm. nothing fit right. And I felt insecure and I thought everybody was looking blah, 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 you know, that whole thing. Does anybody know that feeling? Oh yes. I'd know it all too well. (laughs) Yeah. You know it all too well. And then I I was like, okay, well, I'm going to like, start watching what I'm eating with a little bit more vigilance and I'm going to amp up my exercise routine. And then I was like, I was like, stop, just stop. Stop the madness. Just stop because you know what lies down that path and what lies down that path is misery. Oh, it's wild, Erica. And how many times do we go down that path before we get it? Exactly. Exactly. And you think that there's something wrong with you. And it's like, no, there's a lot Mm. of this just isn't your fault. Like, Mm. I I feel like very few people are trained how to eat well. Mm. Everybody, everybody is sort of taught that their body is a machine, which Mm. it is not. Mm. Um, Women in particular, I think are, are not very well understood. (laughs) And, and, and if you just, if, if you use your scale as an instrument to collect data instead of a a tool to beat yourself up with, you will discover that when you have a female body, it Mm -hmm. fluctuates a lot. Yeah. Just fluctuates a lot. And, and that's, that's real, you know, Mm. that's a real thing. So I feel like we're not very well educated around what it means to have a female body and to take care of a female body mm. also. And mm. a lot of weight loss data, I always feel, 
I always feel is, is like men telling women how mm. to have a different body, which Ooh. to me is like weird, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> that was very weird. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I understand that you're a man mm-hmm. and you can eat like that and mm-hmm. do that. And mm-hmm. something happens for your body, mm-hmm. but I'm a woman mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and and my body isn't made like yours. Mm-mm. It just isn't. It so, isn't. So, so I feel like you know I want to I want to tell your listeners like a lot of this isn't your fault. You just met, very few of us were trained to eat well. Yeah. We're trained to um, pay attention to what is good for us. And and I think that the I'm going to say it the industrial food complex the industrial mm. food complex is mm. not um, not concerned with our health mm. the industrial food complex is in is concerned with their profit margins say that yeah so mm. so don't and 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 um, the industrial food complex and the government kind of work closely hand in hand. Mm. So, you know, a, a, a food pyramid that's put out by the mm. government is, is, has been paid for by lobbyists, mm, mm, mm. you know, so, so where do you, where are you supposed to go to learn how to eat? Yeah, That's a really good question. Mm. Um, where do you go to learn how to eat mm. and how to, and how to cook for yourself? Yeah. Because that's also really important cooking for yourself because all that prepared food, all that fast food mm-hmm. has a lot of salt in it. It has mm-hmm. a lot of additives in it. And you just need to eat like real basic food. <laughs> just eat real basic food, <laughs> you know? So anyway, the point is, the, the point is it's not your fault. Not a your lot fault. of this, we've just not been educated in. And when you're educated in how to take care of your body and how to be kind to your body, it you get better results because um, because the body does respond to kindness. Mm. It does. Mm. It mm. does. I've seen in my clients mm-hmm. repeatedly how it responds to kindness. Mm. I love that. And we are not very kind to ourselves yeah. kind of mm-hmm. as a, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. a, as a baseline. Yeah. So, so did anything concrete come out of that? Are you hearing some tips we can pull out Christy? Yes, even as you mentioned that, I definitely want to go into what what those biggest obstacles are for women in loving their bodies. Because I'm hearing you say, "Be kind to your bodies," and I and I know the conversations I have with women on a daily, and that they are not kind. And it starts often telling them, your thoughts are creating emotions, your emotions are creating behaviors. And so how how do we get them to? We talk about the foundation when we start with love and then couple love with kindness so they can start eating differently and making better choices. But we we first got to deal with those barriers. You know, what are those obstacles that you've seen in women's minds around loving their bodies? Oh my God, like so many. Uh, I mean, first of all, that we've been taught from a very, very, very young age that women are are second-class citizens, like Mm. even Mm. Even even today, when we have so many freedoms and so much empowerment in the United States, we're still very much not um, treated from the beginning as equals. So I think the first thing is to is to have a have a sense of yourself as value inherently valuable, mm. right? Which is which is not what we're taught. Yeah. Um, society tells us over and over again that we are only valuable insofar as we are pleasing to the eye and 
um, mm. create children, yeah. right? So, so, cre- and, and that's not to say that those things aren't valuable. Right. I mean, I love, I love beauty as much as the next person. I think that making a child is extraordinary. Like that's amazing. Yeah. Um, but, um, but that's, that's not, um, that's not the sum total of a human being. That's right. So the, and then, um, then we, we uh, absorb those messages and then they become our own, mm. right? So the obstacles are really, I think they're external and then they're internal. Mm. A lot of those obstacles also become, they, they morph into things like I'm unlovable if mm. I don't look a certain way, right? So the obstacle, the obstacle becomes your own thought that you can't mm. have the thing that you want unless you look a certain way, which is yeah. patently not true. Yeah. It is false. Yes, so, it is. so you've charted very, very succinctly the, the thought become the speech, become the behavior. So the I think sort of what you're asking might be at, at what stage along this life cycle of a thought do we stage the intervention, right? And so the obstacles can be at a behavioral level. They can be at a speech level. They can be at a thought level, right? And so the behavioral level might be like you eat too late and you and you don't get enough sleep. That's a behavioral thing. Okay, so why do you do that? We're not sure. But, but let's mm. just say like the intervention would be like, well, you know, like finish eating two hours before you go to sleep and go to sleep at a reasonable mm. hour mm. and see if you feel better, you know, see if you feel better about yourself, see if your body responds. The intervention at the speech level might be like that you, you are self-deprecating in a way mm. um, that you say things like I'm so fat and ugly or mm. I'm unlovable if I, and so you just, you make a commitment not to, not to say those things because mm. to say those things is to, is to manifest them. So yes. you make a commitment to speak kindly and positively about yourself at all costs. Mm. And then the thought intervention, that's really slippery, right? Because the thought mm. intervention you know, you can rattle around, but I love that you began with an affirmation. I call affirmations helpful thoughts. Oh, I like. Yeah, just to sort of like like frame them a little um, a little more broadly. Mm-hmm. And so, so it's like just when you have a thought, just mm-hmm. like ascertain like is that a helpful thought or That's is that right. not a helpful thought? Mm-hmm. And then if you discover no, it's not a helpful thought, then the first thing you do is you 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 res. res- uh, resolutely mm-hmm. and determinedly mm-hmm. do not beat yourself up for having that thought. That's You're like, good. Oh, that was, that was not a helpful thought. And mm. I will move along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will move along. Yes. I will move along. <laughs> and then you, you, you're like, well, let me, let me think something helpful instead. Mm. Let me think something helpful instead. And I got to say, Christy, I've been through a lot of therapy, a mm-hmm. lot, a lot of therapy and like 20, 25 years of therapy. And I wow. only am just starting to like really determine how, how many the sheer volume of my thoughts mm. that perpetuate delusion. Mm. It's astonishing mm. to me, mm. you know? And I know that some of those thoughts are, are, are manifestations of like, of my, my wounds and my pain. Mm. They just caught, they prop up and they're like, that person's abandoning you, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm like, no, yeah. actually that's not true. That's because good. that person has been around for 10 years and why would they do that now? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, the thoughts are, are very 
they're, they're the hardest actually mm. in many ways, but if you can handle the thoughts, mm. then they also move forward into better speech and better mm. behavior. Well, let's not say better. Let's call more helpful. More it's help. more helpful. Okay. It's more helpful, but you can stage the intervention at any node along that life cycle. It can be the behavior. Like, you know what? This is not a helpful behavior. Mm. Let me try something else. You know what? It doesn't help if I say those things about myself. So why don't I say something else? You know, does that, does that all make sense? I know I haven't identified like a ton of obstacles, but I think they're just kind of like everywhere. Like take your pick. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It sounds like being a wellness warrior, be ready for anything (laughs) and everything. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Add another arrow to your quiver at every every possible moment. Like pick up another sword, sharpen that. (laughs) And I'm so glad you brought in even the work that you're doing behind the scenes, because a lot of times they see us wellness practitioners as like we have it all together, though we're doing our work, too. I tell my clients every time we have a conversation, remember, your coach is doing her work, too. And so it doesn't stop. We get stronger. We we outsmart our own thoughts (laughs) like, oh, I see you. I recognize you. I've been here before. Okay, you're not going to get me. Some of them, they do get us depending on the day and how many challenges we're facing simultaneously. Spontaneously. And so, and they don't even add the, the time of the month, right? When we're flushing mm. out our bodies. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it's just a beautiful, beautiful gift of being a woman. And I'm so glad you even just brought that up and, and normalized what we experience. Thank you so much. And I know we're coming close to the end of our conversation today. Today, we have about five minutes left. And I want to make space for you to share any last words, Erica. If, if that be one tool that you feel <laughs> that could be beneficial to, to the ladies today, and then how can they reach you uh, to do more work with you? Yeah, thanks for asking that. I always feel like final words is like, uh, are these my last words ever? But for, <laughs> for today on your program, I, I really feel like um, I love that you open with a breathwork practice mm. and, and because I feel like one of the most important ways of communication with our body is through the breath. Mm. It is, it is literally your life force. And when you breathe well, it mm. helps your body know that you care about it. Mm. It helps um, the divine all around us know that we know that it's there. Mm. So you can even just, so here it is. It's as you inhale, you say, I am aware that you are aware of me. Mm. And as you exhale, I am aware that you are aware of me. So let's do that. Let's do that together. And I'm actually going to, I'm going to count out like five breaths. I'm going to measure them. Mm. So it's going to be inhale for three, exhale for three. And what I want you to do is as you inhale, it's, I am aware that you are aware of me. Mm. And as you exhale, I am aware that you are aware of me. Here we go. Breathe in for a count of three, two, one. Exhale, three, two, one. Inhale, three, two, one. Exhale, three, two, one. Inhale, three, two, one, exhale, three, two, one, inhale, three, two, one, exhale, three, two, one, inhale, three, two, one, exhale, three, two, one. 
I am aware that you are aware of me. And just notice if you feel any different after just doing that. I always feel personally like things that I thought really mattered a lot matter a little less and things that are more that are actually important are allowed to surface. It's always calming to me anytime I do breath work because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a thinker and I'm always moving, 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 moving solutions, mm. solutions to the next, the next, the next. And I have to just. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something you can do. That was five breaths. I and that. I think just to connect to your body, to connect to your spirit, to connect to the beyond. And you can find me at my website, www.ericamather.com. Um, on my website, I have um, some free offerings that you can, you can delve into some, um, some educational videos, some telesummits, because I feel like one of the things about body image dissatisfaction is that we hold it into ourselves and the isolation breeds shame. Mm. And, and it's hard to function from a place of shame. Yes. And so the body image, the telesummits are to uh, let you know, it's lots of leaders talking about their own excursions with body image dissatisfaction. So to hear so many powerful women and men talk about their own experiences can, can take apart the feeling of isolation and shame that we have and then provide more avenues to change and freedom and empowerment. You can also find me on Instagram. Um, I'm mostly there. I do have a couple pages on Facebook, a personal page and a business page. It's Erica spelled with a C, Mather, M-A-T-H-E-R. And if you just search around, you'll find me. But I'm mostly on Instagram. And I do suggest to, um, I do suggest that you uh, hop on my mailing list because that is where we really, we really get stuff done. Mm-hmm right there be a part of the tribe i love the work that you're doing and i want to honor you in this space thank you for sharing your brilliance with us today i'm going to repeat a few things that just popped out to remind our listeners what you have shared with us remember to be kind to your body if you desire to become this next rendition of yourself let's start with love (laughs) Treat your body with love and kindness. Value your body. Embody the divine attributes, your most noble self. Allow the world to see that. Let us focus on that, the virtues, not the inches or the pounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should have also mentioned somewhere along the way that I wrote a book. <laughs> And if you want to just pick up a copy of my book, it's a really easy way to study with me. Yes. Yeah. And the book is called Your Body, Your Best Friend mm. and yeah. the Confidence Crushing Pursuit of Unrealistic Beauty Standards and Embrace Your True Power. Embrace Your True Power. That's Your Body, Your Best Friend. It is on Amazon. And is it on your website as well, Erica? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, Christy. Oh, thank you, beautiful. I appreciate your time. Ladies, it has been another impactful Queenfidence Lifestyle Podcast. We are teaching you how to do life and do it well. If you're going to be here, you might as well live to the fullest. 
Don't allow those fears and insecurities to hold you back. Now is the time. Your next is right now. Everyone's trying to get to the next level. It's right here. It's right now being fully engaged in your life. And the next step is on you. I look forward to empowering you real soon. Have a wonderful, happy, joyous, productive day. Thank you, Erica. Thank you, Christy.